Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka, and this is the Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law, and on this podcast, we are covering all aspects of immigration for professionals and individuals who are looking to move to Canada and the United States for work, for family, or for personal reasons. If you are looking to make that move, you can download our free guide at acalaw.com. Today, I'm going to be talking about inadmissibility due to criminality. Um, It is really a a regular part of the immigration world that I'm in. We kind of sometimes call it crimigration. But basically, it is when immigration is impacted by previous criminal history and what to do and what we can do to support you with this matter. Um, So let's talk first about Canada. If you are coming from, let's say, the United States, and you might have a DUI or a couple of charges and convictions from 20 years ago, you'll notice more and more that there'll be more challenges with people to come and getting into Canada as a result of the problems that they might have had in the past. This is very common. We've got executives and senior, senior people who sometimes encounter this issue where they are deemed to be inadmissible due to the fact that they're not able to enter Canada because of criminality. So if you find yourself in that situation or if you have an employee in that situation, something we can do to assist you is we can help determine if you're eligible to get a temporary resident permit. That temporary resident permit is what allows you to be able to get special permission so that you can enter Canada and be permitted to come in for work or for pleasure or for business. So what happens is you can't just come in, even though Americans can usually travel to Canada um, without a formal visa process at the consulate. If the border officials or the airport officials deem that you are inadmissible because of previous history, you will have no option but to um, to try for a temporary resident permit. And we usually recommend engaging legal counsel. It can be quite complicated. It could be a factor of how long ago the criminality occurred. Um, if it's very recent, it's going to be harder to get that temporary resident permit permission to enter Canada. What Canada immigration cares about is confirming that you're not going to be a risk to Canadians by virtue of them letting you into Canada. Obviously, the longer the criminality, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the less likely you will be negatively impacted and refuse a TRP. But you may still need to apply for that temporary resident permit first at the Canadian consulate. Get that permission. There has to be real justification as to why you're coming into Canada, um, why you need to come in. Is it compelling? Is it for work or is it just for a wedding? You know, there are all differences there. And at the consulate, they're making that determination on behalf of the Minister of Immigration as to whether or not to let you come to Canada. If it's something where you have a significant history that's more than 10, 15 years old, you can also apply at the same time for something called criminal rehabilitation under the immigration regulations. So the temporary resident permit is for temporary travel. You might get one year on a TRP but it doesn't actually remove the fact that you are still considered inadmissible and you'll have to continue to do the temporary resident permit every year, every two years. 
if you qualify based on the seriousness of the conviction and charges or the length of time has passed, you may qualify to apply for a full criminal rehabilitation for immigration purposes. And if you are eligible, then that means it might take a year to year and a half, but that means it takes away all inadmissibility so that you are no longer deemed a risk to Canada because your convictions were so long ago. So we always recommend when we do initial consultations with clients and we see that something has occurred 10, 15, 12 years ago, they may want to consider doing both the temporary resident permit and the full criminal rehabilitation so that they can get rid of this once and for all on their records. And it makes traveling to Canada so much easier once you get approved. Occasionally, immigration will refuse the temporary resident permit or the criminal rehabilitation if they deem that the volume of charges and convictions are so high and that you may appear to be a serial criminal um, you know, individual uh, and getting charged and convicted that you haven't actually shown true rehabilitation. In that case, they may refuse the criminal rehabilitation application. So that is the process for Canadian immigration in terms of how to enter due to criminality. And obviously you can contact us to learn more because it is complicated. I'd like to then talk about the process for going into the United States with criminality because that process is a little different. So for instance, for Canadians who might have a conviction for assault or for robbery or something like that, um, you are deemed inadmissible into the United States and a pardon does not take that inadmissibility away. So we always say this to people, getting a Canadian pardon doesn't make it go away. And so you definitely want to consider whether or not, um, you know, you have gotten legal counsel because we recommend that you would need to apply for a visa waiver. And that process can take with the work of a professional such as myself at ACA Business Immigration Law, that process could take four to six months to get the approval. But once you get the visa waiver approval, um, U.S. immigration can approve it for one year, up to five years. We always ask for five. However, it is truly up to U.S. immigration whether they want to give you that, if they think there might be any risk at all with you in the United States, if there's any concerns. So the one thing that's very different about the United States when it comes to visa waiver, if you are looking for cross-border travel, let's say for business or for, um, for pleasure, is the visa waiver requirement never goes away. Unlike in Canada, where after you get your full criminal rehabilitation, it goes away. In the United States, you will need a visa waiver forever. And that means it's repeat, repeat, repeat. And that becomes a bit of a, feels like a bit of a cash grab for U.S. immigration, but that is their way of dealing with inadmissibility. So if you think you need to travel for business or for pleasure or for work or even to get a U.S. work permit, if you have criminality, that will definitely impact your ability to get that access. You also will have limited ability to enter the U.S. if you have a um, what is a pending charges. We've had cases where people have just received a charge and they haven't even been convicted and they tried to travel the U.S. for work. They're already banned from that because they have something in process. So please, before you uh, try to do this on your own, reach out to a professional, a lawyer that can help you deal with the inadmissibility so that you can cross the border as seamlessly as possible. I hope this has been helpful. If you'd like to learn more, please contact us at the above 
phone number and the email address. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. That's it for the show today. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Please share this episode and any others you feel that would help someone looking to make that move to Canada or the United States for work or for family. It would be so great if you could write a review in Spotify to let others know about our show. Please give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions, please reach us at akalaw.com. That's A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com. Or call our main office in Calgary at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you. We look forward to helping you cross borders seamlessly.